is ice cool in moments like this. Oh, the big fella runs back into heavy traffic. Look at him go! Oh! He's Good morning and welcome to Footy Talk for Sunday. Benny Teo and Dobbo, we're going to unpack the origin and what who will fill in for Felice Cafusi. We're going to talk about that record, the West Tigers, stats galore. The Dolphins don't get it done against the Melbourne Storm and the Sharks are back to their winning ways. This is Footy Talk, a listener podcast with Ben Teo and Dobbo. Sunday footy talk, Ben Teo and Jobbo with you ahead of the remaining games and we saw three roller coasters on Super Saturday. Yeah, unbelievable. Let's run through the scores first before anything. Sharks 26, night 6. The Melbourne Storm beat the Dolphins 24 points to 16. The West Tigers beat the Cowboys 66 points to 18. Wait, wait, sorry. Say that again. 66 points to 18. Oh, my God. Let's talk about the West Tigers. Now, I'm going to give you some stats. Uh, It's the highest in the history of the merger club, 66 points. It is eight years since the Tigers have tallied 50 points in a game. And I think, for me, to be honest with you, I think that this is going to kickstart their season. Leichhardt Oval, Saturday night. It was set up as a 5.30 game. It was set up for this. The North Queensland Cowboys, sure, they haven't been anywhere near, but they're the North Queensland Cowboys. Yeah. They've got origin players. Yes. They've got a half, five, eight and Tommy Dean, Val Holmes, Scott Drinkwater. Mate, the West Tigers, they're the basket case, supposedly. They're the team that everybody thought wasn't going to win a game all season. Oh, what's going on? They've got Benji Marshall. They've got Robbie Farrow. They've got Tim Sheens. Well, they have got one boat, Jareen Buller. Yeah. The fullback. And they put 66 points on, and it was unbelievable. Luke Brooks played his 200th game, and they won 66 points to 18. Oh. Ben Teo, I want to know what Leichhardt is. I know you made your debut. You're a West Tiger. Yeah. I know you're a Bronco, and you're, yeah. but your DNA is you make your debut. You yeah. made it with the West Tigers. Yeah. What is Leichhardt like? I mean, it's it's for me, it's it's one of the most special grounds in the world. You know, I come through at Balmain Tigers. I played Jersey Flag there. I played New South Wales Cup there, and I, I had some great nights playing for the West Tigers at Leichhardt. And you always got that feeling, you know, that teams didn't like coming there. There was just something that they didn't like. But then on the flip side, when I was a player coming back to Leichhardt to play versus the Tigers, and I had some whippings there. And I'll tell you what, it is one of the hardest places to go there and play footy. If the Tigers are in the mood to play, you're in trouble. But did I see that coming? No. I mean, I thought the Cowboys had turned the corner. You know, origin time's coming up. Guys have got to play for their spots. And I just thought that they had a lot more intensity in the last few weeks. But then I just never saw that coming. And watching it live, uh, you know, watching it with you, we just couldn't believe some of the tries that were being run in. It was a bit, you know, it was long-range tries. It was three, four, five offloads in a phase to line break and draw and pass try. I mean, it was it was really hard to believe. I'm going to give you some more stats. The North Queensland Cowboys missed 56 tackles. Oh. 56 tackles. They only had 34% possession. 
They got squeezed out by possession. Yep. There's no two ways about it. 70, 66 possession. Like, I mean, the stats yep. don't lie. The stats don't lie. Yeah, and, and just to, you know, so people understand the, the statistics. So usually in a game of footy, you're looking at between, you know, 15 and 20 missed tackles, you know, if it's an even game. So 56 tackles is, is crazy. It's a crazy stat. And I haven't seen that many missed tackles on a stat sheet since I've been calling rugby league here. Luciano Leilua was uh, the highlight. He ran the most metres out of all the forwards. But, I mean, this young bloke who they found, and now the ex-basketballer, Jareen Bull, almost runs 200 metres, two tackle breaks, three offloads, one line break, two try assists, and he scores a meet try. Uh, I mean, it's amazing what confidence brings. Mm. I mean, they won against St. George in Magic Round. They shouldn't have won. Like, you know, like I mean, St. George just capitulated at the end. There's been countless, countless things where people have gone, you know what, they're slowly getting into this competition. They're going to be a better side next week. And it's funny what happens when you bring, you know, a young guy like Buller into the team and he's just fresh, right? And he's not carrying any of the baggage of the last few years. He's not carrying the baggage of earlier this season. He's just young and he can just sometimes invigorate the side. They look at him and think, look at this guy, he's playing so free. And he's lifted the spirits of this team and, um, yeah, good on the West Tigers, good on the West Tigers fans, you know, to see a little bit of light. Uh, it, it still could be a tough year, but you got to enjoy those those moments. And, yeah, Leichhardt Oval was rocking. Balmain will be rocking. Yeah, all the pubs there. Mate, it's going to be a great night. Yeah, it certainly is. And but the Cowboys, I mean, what, what – clearly Todd Payton has some dramas up there. And I don't know where you I'm go I'm not going to. there again, Dobbo. I'm not going. Oh, you I'm can't not, go there no, because I'm not the thing. I, I mean, we we got we got we got chased down and almost yeah taken out in the street for when we criticised the Cowboys last year. I just think that they've got they've really missed Tomalolo. Like you, just he's steadying. I know he's one player, but they've missed a middle like him. They they've just, missed Tom Gilbert. They've missed Tom Gilbert. They've missed Tom Gilbert. You know, he brought a lot to them. Yeah, he brought a lot. And it's not just about what he brings on game day. It's what he brings in the training facility. You know, I get to see Tom every day. I get to see him train. And the way that he attacks the training, right, is he keeps everyone accountable. And I think that's someone who they've really missed. And, you know, we think back to the Cowboys two years ago and they had a tough year. And then last year, from all accounts, their preseason was brutal. They went on army camps. There was mental training there was running up mountains right and apparently they eased off this year because you can't just keep going no, back to can't. that you can't keep taking guys to that high place right yeah and they've backed off and it's backfired a bit isn't it so they've got to try and find that happy medium at the moment but origin's going to hit them hard it is and it's the worst time for them to be in a bit of a form slump we will talk about origin that side both sides i think new south wales gets named this afternoon, but tonight, uh, tomorrow morning at 9am, Monday morning, they named the Queensland, so we'll get to that a bit later. Uh, Sharks beat the Knights 26 points to 6, and the concerning thing was the Kalen Ponga HIA early. Um, he went off, he came back, yes, he did score a try, but it was an easy shot, and, and it is susceptible now. He's so susceptible. Uh, he's going to be their fullback. Yeah. But the Knights are in a hole as well. I mean, you, you, you look at you look at what they're tossing up, and week after week, and you wonder how long they can continue to do it. Um, I, I understand the Lockie Miller 
uh, is there and they think that. But I still think Caelan Ponga is better as a fullback. Yeah. Bring him in there. And you do bring a Tyson Gamble. Yeah. You, you, you do bring a Tyson Gamble, play your 580. You go out and buy – no disrespect to Lockie Miller. I just think, you know, they're not getting their best players on the field all the time. For the Sharks – it was more shark-like. I mean, they missed 25 tackles. Yes, Fitzy would be upset about that. But it was it was a good performance. It was in coughs. It's their second home. They've won three from three there. They've been out in the community all week. It's a good It's a good news story. You know, I think Newcastle in that position where, you know, Miller's come in, Lockett Miller at fullback, and he's been spectacular. And he's taken to rugby league. But the question is, is when you've got two fullbacks. And that's the danger. Right, when you've got two fullbacks and you don't know which one you need to pick. But that's the thing about coaching, right? You're going to have to pick one of them. Yeah. Right? Kalen Ponga, in my opinion, he cannot defend in the front line. No. Well, that's yeah. what happened tonight. Yeah, he cannot. He's just going to get traffic. And NRL players and NRL coaches are ruthless. And they, they see a weakness and they see someone susceptible to maybe some HIAs. And what do you think they're going to do? Straight away, they're going to go at him. Savage. He tackles upright. That's my issue with oh, it. It's an upright yeah, tackle. Where's his muscle memory? Yeah. He, he hasn't defended in the front line since he was probably, you know, 13 years old. He's been a fullback. So he doesn't have the muscle memory, and you can't just turn that around. It takes time. Yeah, you're dead right, and I agree with that 100%. So we now look at the, where are they at. The Sharks are back in the winner's circle. Let's talk about the last game, and that game – was huge. Um, 24 points to 16. Melbourne over the Dolphins. And the Dolphins should be disappointed. They they, they gave away a big opportunity tonight. Well, they did. And, And thinking back on the game, you know, they started with some real intensity, but it's when that intensity got out of control. You know, and, and Kafusi lost his cool and he lost control. And he come with a swinging arm on Christian Welsh, got 10 minutes. That sapped a little bit of energy, but there was a real fight back for the Dolphins. And they were chasing down the Storm who got out to a, a, a good little lead. But it was the bomb tries. You know, you and A can bomb two tries within the space of one minute. And I felt like from that point on, they just couldn't recover. And not only the team, his side, the left-hand side of the Dolphins then started to leak points. There was a lack of communication and confidence. And it just really came back to the moment that their brains went foggy and they just couldn't get past those errors. Yeah, they couldn't. Um can they bounce back? I mean, the Dolphins, the Dolphins, I think they're going to lose some players um, for Origin. I don't think as many as they, they anticipated. But I'm interested to see their bounce back against St. George on Thursday night at Redcliffe, which is at their KO Stadium, which well, is an important, important place. Well, well it's a huge game because you just, in this competition at the moment, I mean, look at the points. You know, from first place to tenth place, they're separated by four points. So you need to get these wins and, and these tough wins, these tough games at Thursday night at KO Stadium in Redcliffe. Now, the Dragons have already had that game where they've jumped out the box. You know, the coach got sacked, they jumped out the box, had a win, right? But then they've got to come back to reality and I think the Dolphins can get the season back on track with a win out there, but it's going to be tough. Yeah, depending on who they lose, you know, like you said, Kafusi. I mean, what's he going to get? Well, this is the big story. Out of that is Felice Kafusi, um, and we know he went to the bin. We know he's been put on report, and to me, we won't know exactly. But I don't think he gets named on Monday um, from that. So 
that changes the whole complexity. We're going to take a quick break. This is Footy Talk, a listener podcast. Ben Teo and Dobbo with you for Sunday Footy Talk. <laughs> Welcome back to Sunday Footy Talk. Ben Teo and Dobbo with you. Origin sides get named. Now, we know we're going to work Kafusi isn't in the side. I'm going to work on Kafusi's in the side. So I have a gut feeling Flegler makes it. Yeah. I think Lindsay Collin makes it, and I think that's what it'll look like with Ben Hunt. I think Kate Wool's one edge, no Kafusi. So is David Fafita the man to come back into that side? Well, I'm not sure David Fafita can start the Origin game and give you 80 minutes like a Kafusi would, but I definitely think now that you're losing that type of power, I, you need someone like David Fafita. And m- my personal opinion would be, you know, I'd put uh, Capewell on one edge and, and I, I'd think about who I'm going to put. I'd probably put Tom Gilbert on the other edge. You know, Tom can play on the edge uh, and do it very well, And but I'd make a spot for Fafita off the bench to come on at some stage into the back row, give you 45, 50 minutes of just a wrecking ball. Is that right? That's what the way I'd go. Well, it'll be interesting to see where that happens. I don't think Hammer makes it. I think they stick with Dan Gagai, and the only place would be for him is on the wing. But do you like the Val Holmes Murray Tuolungi combination that that played together? I know they didn't perform against the West Tigers, but that combination's pretty slick. I do like that combination. I really like Tuolungi, like the way that he can get up in the air and just you know he holds the footy in one hand. Sometimes he's got spectacular finishes in the corner. I really like him as an athlete. Um, but look, yeah, can you go past Dan Gay guy? You know, sometimes we write these players off and we say, you know, he's done. Maybe he's finished up with Origin. And I've got a feeling that Dane's just going to prove us all wrong. Yeah, He's I... going to go out there and, and be man of the match or something along those lines because he loves that arena. Um, tell me this. If you're in New South Wales, do you take Jerome Luai or do you take Nico Hines? I take Jerome Luai. Uh, I just think that's that same thing, that combination with, with Nathan Cleary, the way he runs the ball. And just recently, you know, watching him play on Thursday versus the Broncos, I was really impressed about how he stepped up to run the footy. And I just think he's got that tenacity. They sent Jordan Rickey down at him multiple times just to try and run over him. He stood his ground. He made his tackles. And, um, you know, he's had shaky appearances at State of Origin, but I think he's going to get better. And I think jumping out now to go pick Nico Hines would be um, well, it's unproven and untested, isn't it? It's going to be an interesting situation. All those sides, and we will be covering Origin today on the Symbian and also throughout the course of the week, all the coverage here on Listener and also on Footy Talk on a daily basis as we march towards. Uh, that is it from us here for Footy Talk on Sunday. Um, Sinbin on today. Two games to play today, Ben Teo, and I'd love your thoughts. Bulldogs-Titans. In the early game. Oh, I'm going to go with the Titans. You think they can do it? Yep. And then Raiders Manly with the Raiders at GIO Stadium. <laughs> you would think you think Ricky Stewart's boys would beat Manly. Oh, absolutely. The, the way that they're playing their footy at the moment is what I like. They're just a tough team. That's Footy Talk. Sunday on Sunday, a listener podcast from Ben Tio and Dobbo. Have a great weekend. <laughs>